Hello everyone, welcome back to Mediocre Thoughts, episode 2. Okay, so first of all, I want to apologize for the three times you heard a WhatsApp notification in the first episode. (laughs) And I put my phone on silent mode now, and I'm not wearing my retainer. So yay, no more notifications, and hopefully today's episode I'll have uh, better pronunciation. Also, it's uh, 1.47am in the morning right now. So yeah, there really shouldn't be any notifications. I'm not totally sure on how the podcast episodes are going to work yet. But originally, I thought about talking about music for episode 2. But then on Tuesday and throughout this week, I had extra thoughts. And I thought uh, I'd like to talk about them before I forget about them. So, here we go. Okay, episode 2 is called Thunder and Lightning, Rumbles and Flashes. So, why is it called Thunder and Lightning? Because, well, I saw Thunder and Lightning. When I was, no, when my family and I, we went to Penang, to, to my grandmother's house, we passed, as we were going home, we saw a lot of lightning Not much thunder, we didn't hear much thunder, but there was a lot of lightning. And it wasn't raining, there was just a lot of lightning. And I thought, hey, this would be a good topic of my podcast. So, fun fact, did you know that the extreme fear of thunder and lightning is called astrophobia? And astra is Latin for stars, which is weird. Because what's the relationship between stars and storms, except for the S, T, and R in their names? So, just so you know, astrophobia is a legit form of anxiety. I mean, there are people who really, who are really, really, really terrified of thunder and lightning. It's a legit phobia. So, there are treatments for it. But most children with astrophobia actually outgrow them. But there are also people who haven't had astrophobia as children, who have it when they're adults. So, yeah, I don't know how to explain this. I just kind of copied it from a website. (laughs) Anyway, I don't have astrophobia. I'm actually in love with lightning and soft thunder. Not the ones that roar so loud it scares you, but the quiet rumbles that sound so distant. Also, I've read once in a storybook, a novel, that said that if you count the seconds from the moment you see the lightning to the moment you hear the thunder, you can actually estimate the distance of the lightning from you. So if you hear the thunder, uh, if you hear the thunder close when you close to when you see the lightning, then that lightning strike close to you. So yeah. I think lightning flashes can be gorgeous, but also terrifying. 
So what seems beautiful for a person can be extremely terrifying to others. That's why we need to be kind and have empathy so society can be a better place. <laughs> anyway, I believe anger can be split into two types, lightning and thunder. Now, lightning is destructive. It's quick. It's light. It's silent. Thunder is loud. But it's essentially just vibrations of air. It doesn't actually cause any physical damage, though it can strike fear in some people. I think that's a pretty good analogy. Some people, when they're angry, they're silent. They keep it to themselves. But yeah, they can be destructive. But some people, when they're angry, they just shout. And they can be so loud. You think that they might be destructive. But the truth is, they're not. They're just loud. So how I thought of this analogy is actually because of my dad. Well, uh, I forgot what he was angry about. But he was angry about something. And my dad is the type of person who is very, I don't know how to say this, very vocal about his anger or he just demonstrates some of the most, like he just sighs really loudly or he just demonstrates his frustration out. And I am usually very afraid of that, of my dad being angry because he can be really, really scary. So yeah, just... Like thunder, it's loud, it can strike fear, but it's not really destructive if you think about it. It's just loud. But anger like lightning, when you keep it to yourselves, because it's, you know, it just flashes by and it's silent, it's quick. It causes destruction to yourself instead of other people, I think. When you keep your emotions to yourself, it usually destroys a little something in you. And yeah, does that make sense? I hope it does. Alright, so next we're going into another topic which I talked about with my best friend. So first of all, let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt flustered for no reason? Maybe you're just, you know, scrolling through social media or watching the news and you just feel annoyed. Have you ever thought about why? We are in an age of unprecedented noise where information from all weird sources flutters every single day. And this noise can be annoying. In this fretful world, learning how to be quiet is an important thing. That's what I told my best friend. Because if you feel annoyed all the time when you're flooded with information, 
then you can't really lead a good life. When there is so much noise, learning to put on your earbuds can be something that affects your survival. Your quality of life depends on it. You have to learn how to, you know, shut out all the noises outside and listen to the voice within. Being quiet in times when people are loud is going to help you with that. Listening to your own voice instead of the noises outside. Moving on to the next one. I have one single sentence here. Keeping secrets is the first step of growing apart. Do you agree with me? When you were younger, did you tell your parents or at least someone about every single thing that happened in your life? I didn't. <laughs> because I didn't see the point of it. And I think that's one of the ways of growing distant with someone you love. Not sharing things. Not sharing the trivial things. The little moments in life. That's how you get close to someone. Sharing the little moments. If you're in a relationship right now, do you tell your boyfriend or, girl, or girlfriend everything that happens? Or do you keep them to yourself? Now that's a good way of of uh, sensing whether you're close or not, I believe. Because if you really like someone or if you're close to someone, then maybe you, you would want that person to know every single thing happening to you maybe but yeah i'm not i'm not really qualified to talk about relationships <laughs> so yeah just take it with a grain of salt you can agree you can disagree you can listen to me and you can listen to yourself so next moving on to the next paragraph of thoughts I'm not sure if, if, if you have ever feared death, but I wonder if you agree with me when I say the closer you get to death, the more you are afraid of it. But not in all cases, only in those where it's still a mystery. Like for example, a stage 4 cancer patient who knows death is imminent has a higher probability of not fearing death because, well, he or she already knows in what form it's coming. The idea of fearing death intrigues me. Because, well, I don't fear death right now. Also, I just realized the more responsibilities you have, the more likely you'll fear death. For instance, a father of a young child would be more afraid of death than, say, a young adult just starting to work. Well, maybe this isn't a well-elaborated point because there are so many different cases, so many different scenarios, and fear is subjective. 
So what is true for one person may not be the case for the other. Think about it. Do you fear death? Or do you fear the death of others? Whose death do you fear most? Think about it. Alright, next, moving on to the next one. Next point, maybe. Have you ever felt like you don't belong? Have you ever thought that you want to go home even though you are home? If you do, then I'm sending you a virtual hug. And I hope you feel better soon. This is what I thought. Yeah, this is one of the thoughts I had. I remember lying down on bed, on my own bed, and thinking I want to go home, even though I am home. And it can be a lonely feeling. I don't know if you have ever felt that, but... Well, I hope you haven't, and I hope you never will. <laughs> Alright, and one final paragraph of thoughts. Whose death would bring you the most pain? Do you believe in fantasies? What are the things that make you cry? What brings you sorrow, and what brings you joy? Are you trapped in a loop of thoughts? Do you know where you are? Do you know who you are? We have all heard of life lessons, yet why can't we lead an exemplary life? It's funny how there are people starving around the world and there are people who are throwing away leftovers. The world isn't perfect. But no, I don't think that's true. Nature is perfect. It had a delicate balance that made sure everything can go well. It's the circle of life, as how the Disney movie The Lion King put it. A circle has no corners. It just goes on and on. The end is the beginning, and the beginning is the end. We brought destruction. And so we came up with the excuse that the world isn't perfect to mask our own, flaw, our own flaws, our own faults. Oh God, why am I so bad at reading? To mask our own faults. I wonder if you agree with me. So yeah, this is it. That's the end of this episode. It's a pretty short episode. So before this episode ends, I'd like to share a line from one of my favorite movies. It's called The movie is called Her. It's a love story. It's a very, very beautiful movie, in my opinion. I wonder if you've watched it. If you have, let me know your thoughts, maybe. All right, the, line, the quote goes like this. Quote, I'll always love you. Because we grew up together and you helped make me who I am. I just wanted you to know there will, be a there will be a piece of you in me always. And I'm grateful for that. Whatever someone you become and wherever you are in the world, I'm sending you love. You're my friend to the end. End quote. 
so you can head over to YouTube and look for this line. Joaquin Phoenix uh, said it. It's beautiful. It's one of my favorite lines. And finally, I will be sharing with you one of the songs from this movie. It's sung by Scarlett Johansson and Joaquin Phoenix. I hope you enjoy it. So excited. <laughs> Make up the words to this one. <laughs> okay. So here it comes. I'm lying on the moon, my dear. I'll be there soon. It's a I'm safe and where 